Are you ready? Rooted Revelation. Hey everybody. It is Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. I didn't get um, an episode of Tuesdays with Perry up last night. I got home too late. Too much whiskey and a late night cheesesteak kind of did me in. And I couldn't get Perry on the line regardless. So um, we'll come around with an episode of Tuesdays with Perry next week. So today in the news, if you hadn't noticed, Biden fans the flames of World War III as he cancels summit with Arab nations which was his only bulwark against Islamic terrorism striking U.S. assets and civilians. Uh, Because the U.S. is seen as coming down on the side of Israel, and which we'll talk about when we go over the headlines. It's obvious, and like I said, his only hedge was, you know, at least to reach out a hand to the Arab nations, which he canceled after this supposed... Well, there was an explosion at uh, a hospital in Gaza, which is, has everybody in a tizzy, and nobody knows who did it. Uh, to be honest with you, um, Hamas or Hezbollah or somebody else would certainly have motivation to do such a thing on the eve of Biden's arrival. So it might not be Israel, but I, I don't want to get back and forth into false flags and propaganda we shouldn't we should be trying to de-escalate this and not picking sides if you're for peace um if you're for vengeance and war it's another thing entirely but the world nations and civilians are picking sides in this contrived conflict it's a shame ushering in years of strife for a distraction from the nefarious behavior politically and economically, particularly in the U.S., but Western, I mean, Biden is should be going to jail for his document thing, and then the thing with Hunter Biden is going to be swept under the rug. No one's going to be paying attention to dead witnesses in the Ghislaine Maxwell trial either, among other things. So gird your loins, it's coming. Let's get into it. All right, so we're going to start off with the BBC here. Israel-Gaza, Biden's visit, is a high-stakes gamble. Is it? It's not a high-stakes gamble. It's going to it's gonna inflame tensions uh, by putting the U.S., particularly and the West, but mostly the U.S., firmly behind Israel, which, I mean, we already are. If you look at it financially, we give them billions of dollars a year uh, to maintain weapon systems, I would imagine, um, it's it's not a gamble uh, that he's lost the gamble. Like I said, when he was visiting, when he had a planned visit with Arab nations, it was a little more tempered. Now that's out of control. And who knows, maybe the CIA blew up the hospital because that would give Biden the reason to cancel the Arab summit. And what they're doing is they're inflaming tensions in this bid for World War III and get everybody on one side or the other. I choose not to pick sides in this contrived dialectic. Boston.com summit with Arab nations called off as President Biden travels to Israel. But his, his visit to Israel wasn't canceled. 
Um, in most instances, this is a bad time for a president to go to Israel because you're, you're, as I just mentioned, you're coming down on one side and that's going to inflame tensions and, and make U.S. interests a target, even U.S. civilians here uh, in the United States. New York Post says outraged Biden lands in Israel, slams Hamas terrorists as worse than Islamic State for brutal killings of Israeli civilians. Again, this statement is fanning the flames of World War III, and you can see the way it's shaping up. AP reports, after blast kills hundreds at Gaza Hospital, Hamas and Israel trade blame as rage spreads in region. Many people have the motivation to do this blow up this hospital. Hundreds dead. And look, AP has a has a picture of a woman in a hospital, obviously wounded with a wounded baby. Propaganda. It might be it's a real picture. It might be really wounded people, but it's this type of shit that caused the stabbing. You know, this type of propaganda, even the propaganda that came out after the Hamas attack inflames people who just happen to be watching TV, like that landlord in Illinois who stabbed his Palestinian tenants. And more will come, believe you me. More is coming, and when they are caught with their hand in the cookie jar, so to speak, not literally, literally caught with your hand in the cookie jar, figuratively caught with your hand in the cookie jar, they always stir up crisis. The bigger the crime that they are caught doing, you know, conducting, um, the bigger the crisis. And they need to stir up this crisis was on the agenda anyway, the new world order agenda. And and so they're just kind of speeding it up because Biden now is, you know, could be, well, he can't be indicted because he's a sitting president, um, but he certainly could be impeached. AFP Biden's Mideast trip upended by Gaza hospital strike. It's upended. It's not, this is all timed out perfectly. Like I said, in contrived things, doesn't, it's, not, it's not hard to blow up hospitals or to, or to shoot up airports or to do any of this or to stab teachers. It's not hard to get people to do things, especially fanatics. Fanatics listen to their fanatical leader and the fanatical leader listens to his earpiece from MI6 or the CIA or whoever, or it doesn't matter who he thinks he's talking to. The Associated Press also reports, Biden pledges solidarity with Israelis and suggests other team to blame for Gaza hospital blast. It could be, it could be anybody, but the fact that Biden, on behalf of the United States, pledges solidarity with Israelis is fanning the flames of the conflict. Iran, this is from the New York Post, Iran warns time is up an ominous message to Israel as concerns mount of World War III. What do you mean? Concerns mounting about World War III? Why would anybody have that on their mind? And I'm not going to talk about what Iran said. I'll read this, though. The troubling message came just days after... I think it's an Iranian senior official, warned that a regional network of militias dubbed the Axis of Resistance would open multiple fronts against Israel if it continued to kill civilians in Gaza. So 
this just happened days. So they issue a warning of attacks. So, and then they blow up a hospital, which will release these militias, these terrorists, um, because they'll never believe that Hamas or Hezbollah did it or the CIA um, to start this conflagration. Washington Post reports Biden faces physical risks in flying to war-torn Middle East. There was some speculation that this could be the end of Biden, that he might be taken out. That would inflame the the situation even further, but it'd be multifaceted because the Democrats wouldn't have to worry about this aged man trying to seek re-election. They could put, you know, Gavin Newsom in. Oh, and the tragedy of the assassination of a president of the United States. You, you don't you think you think things are in crisis mode now. Imagine if Biden, a sitting president of the United States, gets killed with in his visit to Israel. They're practically telegraphing it. They're like, here's Biden's agenda, times and dates, where he's where he's gonna be, whatever. <laughs> He'll be unguarded at this event. Um the Hill is reporting uh, Xi and Putin say democracy is failing. Our representatives in Congress are proving them right. And this is an opinion piece by Jovis Bosco, Joseph Bosco, excuse me. Um it, our representatives of Congress, and he's referring to what's going on with Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan is MAGA. So the MAGA wing, Tea Party wing, Libertarian wing of the Republican Party is taking over, and the establishment is trying to stop them, not just in the House, but particularly in the Senate, where most of the establishment GOP power remains, but also in the House. If you listen to, if you go to my YouTube page and listen to uh, Mike Turner, He's a rhino, and so he, he's a Trump hater and a MAGA hater. I don't know why you wouldn't be America first or to make America great again, whatever that means, because you see the anti-Semitism and all the shit they're trying to put on white supremacy. It isn't really white supremacy. Most of the anti-Semitism comes from Arabs and mysteriously blacks. I don't know, you know, black Americans. I don't really know why, where that comes from. Who knows? You know, and on the left, whoever's on the left, they was, you know, they pit people against each other and the left is usually fractured. Not necessarily the political left. The progressive left, the postmodern left, isn't fractured, the political aspect. But people on the ground that tend to vote Democrat, you know, they have different points of view and, you know, they go at each other. Fury grows in Turkey as Israel's fresh protests planned. Uh, sure. I mean, this is an. This is the same. Look, this is the same thing they do in the United States between uh, the 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 schism, the the social schism in society and culture between blacks and whites in America is inflamed for a dialectic purpose. So they're doing the same thing globally. Obviously not with not blacks and whites. I mean, they tried to do that to some extent. Um, but between backers of the Palestinian state or backers of the Palestinians or Arabs or what have you, or Muslims versus Israelis, the Jewish community, uh, Zionism, what have you. So what they're doing is just exacerbating an existing schism to cause conflict. 
The Daily Mail reports a U.S. issue do not travel advisory for Lebanon and is allowing non-emergency personnel to leave after pro-Palestine protesters start fire at the Beirut embassy, forcing security to use tear gas to disperse the crowd. This is really troubling because if you don't know the history of Beirut, we lost over 100 Marines, I think it was, um, in Beirut uh, during the Reagan administration because they were just barracked. They were they were there in a barracks in an apartment building and a suicide bomber took down the building. And to be honest, the Marines weren't doing anything there. So what was the purpose of, of, of uh, having them there? So this is very disturbing, but you know, Lebanon is always a powder keg. Um, if we're starting to evacuate personnel, what I feared, you know, Biden's visit would do is doing. And the fact is he's not playing as the mediator. He's coming down firmly on the side of Israel, which, you know, I. it's not like I don't believe Israel shouldn't exist. Sure, why not? Um, but the solution should be always moderation and balance from your point of view to your action. Axios reports White House has discussed U.S. military response if Hezbollah attacks Israel. And it's the same thing with Iran, Iran wouldn't openly attack Israel first off. They would activate Hezbollah uh, in Syria and Lebanon to attack Israel or to commit terror attacks or what have you. So what's the U.S.? The U.S. military is also already there. So you have Biden's visit, him coming down on the side of Israel, and then two carrier groups um, converge to you know, dissuade Arab nations from, particularly Iran, from joining in the fight. It's just exacerbating the situation. I mean, are we really going to go to war with Iran right now or while we're at war, a proxy war with Russia? And then you don't think China is going to take advantage of that to do something with Taiwan? They, they're going to dip their toe in the water for sure. They won't just come on with a, a surprise assault because that could trigger something devastating, uh, you know, I know the way the Chinese behave. They'll, they'll dip their toe in. They'll see, they'll maybe have an air incursion or several air incursions, um, particularly spy aircraft because they need more intelligence uh, over Taiwan. So moving on to some other news. This is from The Federalist. Former CIA boss has no regrets about rigging 2020 election with Hunter Biden laptop lies. So this is former, this is Leon Panetta. Um, this isn't the CIA director that was head of the CIA during um, the misinformation about holding back, or not even holding back, but it was really disinformation is putting forth intelligence officials to claim that an actual Hunter Biden laptop, the content on there, just the same thing with the the Hillary Clinton emails. It was the same thing. And the Podesta emails. Is they never denied that uh, that evidence wasn't accurate. They just had intelligence officials come out and say, we believe that it is Russian disinformation, when actually it wasn't. It was them that were the purveyors of Russian disinformation. So I'll just read the lead from the Federalist. It's worth it. President Obama's CIA director, Leon Panetta, 
no, which he was one of the sign-ons of the former intelligence officials. No, I don't have any regrets when Fox News' Brett Baer asked him Friday about signing an October 2020 letter that pushed misinformation that affected the presidential election. Well, of course, because Leon Panetta is a Democrat. The letter signed by 51 former top, top, former top U.S. intelligence officials falsely claimed Hunter Biden laptop containing evidence of Biden family corruption instead looked like foreign disinformation. And if you didn't know, polling indicates if Joe Biden voters had learned of the laptop contents before they cast their votes in 2020, 17% would have changed their votes. That's enough to have reversed the presidential election. Indeed, it's election meddling. They don't care. Any way, any way they see fit. And that's why you have this starting World War III because they don't want people to know about Joe Biden, the sitting president, during his political career, engage in espionage. You know, like, he received money in a pay-for-play scheme. Okay, well, they paid. What was the play? And then he had all these classified documents, supposedly where a Chinese gardener could take pictures of them. All right, BBC News, MI5 had warns of epic-scale Chinese espionage. This is what I'm just talking about. People don't under, the United States, Western governments, but the United States and here in Britain and the UK are completely infiltrated uh, by Chinese communist spies. Um, if, if they don't have actual Chinese spies there, they have assets that they control through corruption or through Jeffrey Epstein or some other, you know, you could see Menendez was being controlled by Egyptian intelligence. You know, and the son of the president gets a Porsche. You know, it's just, <laughs> if you look at the evidence uh, from the Hunter Biden laptop, you will see that Hunter Biden was heavily engaged in Chinese business deals with including business deals with Chinese intelligence officials. So when he was getting favorable monetary gain for access to Joe Biden. And Joe Biden was hoarding classified documents. Does anybody see the connection here? I mean, it's, I'm not trying to prove something in a court of law. I'm just saying that's undoubtedly what's that, what happened. Why were, why was the Biden family getting all this money? Just so they could have a, just so uh, Joe Biden could call in to the business call and say, how's the weather there? Is that the reason that they got all this money? No, I don't think so. So this uh, from the Hill, Lake seeks backing from GOP establishment in Arizona Senate race. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like she's going to get establishment backing. She's not going to get establishment backing. She see Everybody seeks establishment backing. She needs the money, what have you. But who is the other guy that was running for Senate in Arizona that lost? He didn't get... He didn't get set it back, and Mitch McConnell didn't didn't uh, even give funding to his campaign. Not McMaster. What was it? Masters. Blake Masters, right? He didn't get any funding from Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell said, you know, or maybe Mitch McConnell was having an episode <laughs> during that, you know, uh, midterm election. I don't think so. And Mitch McConnell funded McCloskey or whatever 
the fuck her name is in Alaska over Chewbacca. Why? Because Chewbacca was America First MAGA. And so you think that Mitch McConnell is going to support Carrie Lake? I mean, come on. That guy's a rhino. He, he should be removed. All the establishment, not just in the Republican Party, all establishment politicians have, need to be removed. The corruption is too deep. And this is the thing about draining the swamp is the American public, the electorate should know that most of the establishment party members, the the parties themselves, Rona McDaniel or, or Chuck Schumer or whoever, are steeped in corruption, CIA, FBI, it's all corrupt. Something has to be overhauled. That was the whole thing behind uh, drain the swamp. But Trump thought he could depend on some Republicans. Um, but, it's, you know, you're coming after my butter. You know, they tried to take him out. You know, all the never Trumpers in the Republican Party still, they're, they're hoping to bring back the glory days. The American elector has had enough. Had enough of foreign wars, of spending tax dollars on whatever you deem necessary. Uh, we don't want it. We don't want. We don't want billions of dollars more going to Ukraine or billions of dollars more going to Israel. We don't want it. So, Blur, uh, this is another story from Bloomberg. Uh, Brazil's Bolsonaro plotted coup after election defeat, congressional probe finds. Doesn't what ha what's happening in Brazil almost mirror what happened in the United States? It wasn't them, it wasn't the right that launched the coup, whether it was Trump or Bolsonaro, it's the left that launched the coup that illegally stole an election and then they turn the sights on their opponents, they wanna put their opponents in jail. Who does that sound like? That's like third world dictatorship. You don't try to put your political opponents in, in jail, accuse them of what? What coup? Because what is like the January 6th thing? is because a bunch of rioters don't believe the election because if you look, if you go through Brazil or even in the United States before January 6th, Trump had overwhelming support. Biden couldn't fit, get people in five circles. You know, he campaigned from his basement. I mean, come on, he didn't have the support. People are, the, the electorate is against the establishment. He's an establishment politician. Sure, there's some housewives that hated Trump and, oh, we're going to get the old man in there and maybe he could fix things. You don't know anything about politics. What, what do the Democrats do? They spend. <laughs> they spend. And then are the Democrats, do they have foreign policy prowess? No. So now they're starting this foreign policy crisis and they're going to fuck it up like they always do. As they fuck up our 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 economic standing in the country domestically, then, you know, in their foreign policy, they fuck up, you know, our global standing internationally. Daily Mail, how Brussels be, uh, became the terror capital in Europe as another ISIS fanatic brings carnage to Belgium, how migrant ghettos turned into breeding grounds for fanaticism that has sparked some of the Europe's worst atrocities. I talked about this just the other day is that they bring in uh, young men from Arab nations who are uh, have amnesty towards the Christian culture or the white culture there, whatever you want to call it, and, 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 and they're on social services so they don't have to get jobs, so they sit around in their track suits and think about, you know, how to fuck whitey. And so that's what they do. And then they sit there until someone in Turkey tells them to attack, 
And then they burn cars and shoot people and what have you. Not surprising. So what should we do? Wall Street Journal says, who counts as a disaster prepper these days? Lots of us, more people are prepping for a few weeks of flood, fire, or other urgent situations by buying supplies to get them through. I like the other headline. They changed the headline. It was about go bags. Uh, you should always have a go bag. You can look at this picture here. Um, you know, candles and what are they, have fireproof matches? Um, you should be prepared for two weeks without electricity um, and preferably with firearms because if it goes past two weeks without electricity, people, even, um, even law-abiding people will start looting. Also, you should have about three months of food. So, you know, the real, the outward thing is you can't really prepare for more, you know, then you're, you're really going above and beyond. You're putting too much into your prepping, but you should prep for three months of food, particularly. Um, obviously, you need lighting. Will you have enough gas for your generator for three months? Probably not, um, but you should prep should absolutely be prepping um, because, you know, they're fanning the flames of World War III. What do you expect? You know, people have to, people have to prepare yourself. It's individual responsibility. If you're a socialist or a Democrat or liberal for that matter, you'll just assume that the government will come and help me. Well, the government can't help everybody and depends where you are. Obviously, if you're rural, you wanna you wanna prep more because you'll be the last that that any organized governmental effort will get to. Um, and the problem is with more suburban and urban areas, there's so many friggin' people that the people that are without are gonna come for the people that have. And sure, you wanna help people and stuff like that, but people tend to get violent. So you have to keep people at arm's length. I have a an axe handle that you can poke people away so you don't have to physically shoot them or stab them or, or, or you know, mortally wound them. You just can keep them back because you know you have enough food for yourself. Could you help some people? The best thing to do, as most people talk about, is have a community network of people who's got firearms, who's got gas, who's got generators, who's storing food. You could work together to put together a neighborhood militia, block both sides of the road. You keep um, from roaming you know, gangs and stuff. Uh, keep them out of your neighborhood the best you can. Um, you know, you have to prepare for emergencies for yourself, for your family, uh, but also for your community. Um, you know, when you have concentric rings of community, you have your street, then you have your neighborhood, then you have your section of town, and then the town. All right, that's it for me today, Rudy's Revelation. Don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below. Check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism, or uh, you can find the audio podcast, uh, Rudy's, Rudy's Revelation. Dot com or on Substack. All right, don't forget, you're under attack psychologically, biologically, particularly psychologically with this mass 
uh, propaganda over uh, the conflict in the Middle East. Pick a side, they say, pick a side. We don't need to pick a side. Get hip to the trick. Follow the podcast, share the podcast. We'll see you tomorrow.